0: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The obvious star addition for the Dolphins this offseason is defensive back Jalen Ramsey. How can the Dolphins best position Ramsey to be the most impactful version of himself in 2023? Glad you asked. That's our subject here today on this episode of Locked On Dolphins.
2: You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All
0: right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, clearly if you're watching on YouTube. Host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast here on the Locked On Network. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today is Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. Today on the show, we're exploring Jalen Ramsey more in depth. I spent more time over the long weekend watching Jalen Ramsey tape, digging into Jalen Ramsey metrics, looking at the Rams teams that he has played with over the last few years and studying this Vic Fangio defense as best as I possibly can on the outside, looking in to try to find the ways in which Jalen Ramsey can be the most impactful player for the Miami Dolphins in 2023. Special shout-out to our everydayers who do keep it locked in here on a daily basis. Let's dive in. And the first thing that I want to do is look at, from Jalen Ramsey's perspective, the environment in which he has played over the course of the past two seasons as a member of the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, two years ago, the Rams won the Super Bowl. with a four seed, they got hot at the right time. Uh, they had big reinforcements with Odell Beckham Jr. coming into the fray, and you know they beat the Cincinnati Bengals to win their first championship since moving back to Los Angeles. And Aaron Donald gets his ring, and Sean McVay gets his ring, and Jalen Ramsey gets his ring, and so on and so forth. That team defensively, I think, when you think about supporting cast, you talk a lot, uh, talk about that a lot through the lens of quarterbacks. But the players in the front for this Rams defense there were a lot of meaningful players. Aaron Donald, of course, who was a carryover from one season to the next in 2021 and 2022. The team went out and got Von Miller at the trade deadline. This team had Leonard Floyd. This team had Greg Gaines as a really meaningful player as well. And then even when you look at the depth of the defensive backs, that Jalen Ramsey played with, with Robert Rochelle and Nick Scott and Terrell Burgess and Taylor Rapp and Jordan Fuller. Those last four guys are safeties, a lot of versatility there. David Long, a young player who was drafted in the third round, and then Jalen Ramsey in that mix as well, and playing inside and outside. Jalen Ramsey played 325 snaps in the slot in 2021. He had prior to those two seasons, I don't want to say exclusively, but... He, he had played the vast majority of his snaps as an outside cornerback. Case in point, you can look at his first three seasons in the NFL. He was over 800 snaps as a outside corner in Jacksonville. Never played more than 122 snaps in the slot in any of those first three seasons. The last two seasons played 62 and 65 snaps in the slot in Jacksonville. And, and then in 2019, of course, that's the trade to Los Angeles. He plays 80 snaps in the slot. At 642 outside a corner, these numbers of of snap logging, courtesy of Pro Football Focus. And then the last three seasons, you have seen the resurgence of Jalen Ramsey of being more of a defensive weapon type player, not just somebody who is an outside corner. 705 outside versus 169 in 2020. That Super Bowl winning year, 544 versus 325 in the slot. No, it's not a 50-50 split, but it's dramatically closer than any other previous season that he'd had. And then in 2022, things went back to Ramsey playing on the outside, 725 snaps outside. So almost 200 snaps more on the perimeter and 213 snaps in the slot. By the way, uh, 131 snaps also in the box for Jalen Ramsey in 2021, 112 snaps in the box last year. So his career development has been... Lockdown, shutdown, outside corner, no questions asked. Put him outside, forget about that half of the field. But now as he has matured and grown and evolved and you've put him in better situations that have Von Miller and Aaron Donald up front, and obviously Leonard Floyd is a, another really nice piece of that puzzle as well for that Super Bowl winning team with Sean Robinson and Greg Gaines also in the front. That front was strong. And that, you fast forward 12 months to the group that they had last year. And Greg Gaines is still here. Aaron Donald's still here. Leonard Floyd's still here. Von Miller's gone, signed in Buffalo. Uh, And you started to see this attrition that took place in the secondary as well. Kobe Durant was a fourth-round rookie. Quentin Lake was a sixth-round rookie. Rust East was a seventh-round rookie. Darion Kendrick was a sixth-round rookie. There's all these rookies in this defensive backfield, and a lot of guys that were complementary players have now been pushed into more prominent roles as part of the byproduct of how the Rams chose to do business. And they went all in, and they won themselves a Super Bowl, and that's the goal. And they should be applauded for that. But at the same time, the attrition on that roster... See, Sean Robinson gets hurt. You, you lose Jordan Fuller, goes down in, in week five. There were players playing with lack of experience that probably hindered Jalen Ramsey's ability to be the most multiple version of himself. Very surprising to see the, the success that Ramsey had for his snaps to regress almost 200 snaps back to the outside on the corner. But that's where he was needed. And I think about the group that the Dolphins are able to surround Jalen Ramsey with in the here and now. And I think that's where things get exciting, especially in comparison to last year's group. Up front, the stalwarts up front. Marquise Copeland, Greg Gaines, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's the best defensive player in football. But if you acknowledge Aaron Donald's existence and then you look at the rest of the group, Sean Robinson went on IR. You have Greg Gaines, Marquise Copeland, Terrell Lewis, Leonard Floyd, Jonah Williams, Bobby Brown, Michael Hoyt. Is that a good group of rushers up in front of you? Aaron Donald, yes, absolutely. But how about the complete unit? And they went out and they got Bobby Wagner in free agency and, and Bobby Wagner lasted one year in L.A. and then went back back to Seattle this past offseason. You compare that front to a front that has Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer and Emmanuel Agba and Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips, and that sounds a little bit more like that Super Bowl-caliber roster, doesn't it? And then you think about the other defensive backs that the Rams had and David Long and Troy Hill and Kobe Durant and Robert Rochelle and Darion Kendrick, and you ask yourself, Okay, his running mates here, not to mention Nick Scott and Taylor Rapp, is Javon Holland, Zavian Howard, your second-round pick in Cam Smith this year. Really good standout undrafted free agent from last year in Cater Kohu, Brandon Jones, is that a more complementary group around you that makes you more interchangeable to be a defensive weapon. Because if Jalen Ramsey is going to be the best version of himself for the Dolphins, he's not going to play outside corner and play in quarters or quarter quarter half zone coverage or be clouded up and play press man and play the flats and just be an outside corner. That's not where he's going to have his most value for the Dolphins. And the Dolphins having the personnel that allows Jalen Ramsey to be a true defensive weapon is the first phase in making sure and ensuring that Ramsey is in positions to make plays because it felt like there were times last year where Ramsey, um, with the lack of experience around him, what they had to do to compensate for that took away from the uniqueness of Jalen Ramsey as a player. and That's, I think, probably why some of this perception, that and the fact that he got beat by St- Stefan Diggs deep in the, f- the season opener on primetime football that everybody saw and said, oh, Jalen Ramsey, and then you look up his numbers and he gave up seven touchdowns last year. I think they did some things differently last year out of necessity, and he got cooked deep once on a plane which he tried to jump a route on national television, and now everybody thinks this guy's cooked. He ain't cooked. You watch the tape. And the abilities in which he has, I wouldn't even say it's like, oh, you have another Zavian Howard. It's like you have another Javon Holland type player, but a player with all the accolades and the experience that we think Javon Holland's capable of. And he can play outside corner uh, as well, which is an extra layer to the Javon Holland type archetype that, that we all obviously appreciate as Dolphins fans who have watched Javon Holland. We're going to continue to talk more about Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey and his snap usage and specifically his snap usage for the Dolphins here up next on Locked on Dolphins. But before we do, I'll tell you about our friends over at Bilt Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. They're absolutely, positively delicious. And right now, you can go to Bilt.com to walmart go sam's club get yourself a box go to built.com use promo code lock 15 you can get 15 percent off your next order of built bar get a variety box get a flavored box go to walmart go to the pharmacy section get a four bar box go to sam's club get the 13 bar box crack one open on the way home you still got a dozen waiting for you when you pull in the driveway so go to built.com go to walmart go to sam's club pick yourself up a box of built and thanks when you do
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: So we kind of teased this snap, role evolution for Jalen Ramsey. And the plays in the box... I think really snap for me quite a bit as well. So when Jalen Ramsey was at his best, and you could argue that 2021 was one of his marquee seasons, of course, when he was in Jacksonville and Jacksonville had all that success in 2017, that was a very different style player for the usage that he had. You know, he played one snap on the defensive line. He played 57 snaps at free safety, played 57 snaps in the box. Played 62 snaps in the slot and 816 outside. I think what he did was more impressive in 2021 when you had the supporting cast around him and you had the health of the players that allowed him to be a chess piece that his instincts you could move from here, there, everywhere and go match up to match up and and really play games with. Played 131 snaps in the box as a sub-package player in addition to 325 snaps in the slot. So I'm not a math guy, but I could tell you it's over 450 snaps in the box and slot as compared to 544 snaps at outside corn. You started seeing more pressure opportunities. This past year, even, with the reduced count in both box counts, uh, box snaps and slot snaps, you saw a couple instances early in the season where he's coming on nickel blitzes. And he's pressuring, and he's getting strip sacks of Cooper Rush against the Cowboys off the left edge. Really well timed. And if you have any question about whether or not he still has the juice, check out those reps. Check out when he's on field goal team. as just a great example of like how much burst he still has as a player. He's still really long, he's still big for a corner but he's running off the outside edge on field goal team and busting his hind parts, trying to get around the corner and block kicks. And he's getting really close on a number of occasions. This is still a very explosive player. And the more instances in which he can not just live on the outside, but he can reduce down in and you can get more of those snaps. I think that's, what's really valuable for the dolphins. And when, when you consider some of the strengths of the other players, I think Cater Kohu, that was his strength, was playing in the nickel. Uh, I think Cam Smith, you've heard and have seen some cut-ups of him being a player who's an overhang, apex defender type of player who can play in there as well. But then you go back to 2021, and there's much more prominent snaps of him on the outside as well. And then you start to jigsaw puzzle all of this together with the Vic Fangio system, which which we'll talk about here when we close down today's show. And that's where the mobility and the, the multiplicity really brings a lot of value. So if I'm the Dolphins this season with Vic Fangio, if you have Xavier Howard on one side and you're going to leave him on the outside, and the nice thing about these, this Fangio-type system is that corner is not involved in the fit. He's not expected to fit up the run in any capacity because a lot of times he's playing quarter coverage. Right, where he's getting depth, he's responsible for deep quarter of the field. He's not fitting the run, he's not an outside force defender. It's the safeties. I want Xavier Howard to be that player. Meanwhile, Jalen Ramsey, I mean, he has a career missed tackle rate of eight percent for being a defensive back. That's a phenomenal number, really, really sure tackler. His missed tackle rate the last two seasons was 9.1% and 8.6%. His career average is 8.4%. So right around his career average of missed tackles. And yet you see him on the perimeter, and he's beating blocks on perimeter screens. He's now blitzing off the edge and being a pressure player. He's playing outside corner, but he's also playing nickel, and he's playing zone and cutting middle middle routes across the middle. There was the matchup against the Falcons where he's not an outside corner, but he ends up elevating high over the top of Ryan Edwards on the goal line with a minute left in the game. And effectively being boxed out makes an interception to save the game with Marcus Mariota to trying to throw a game-winning touchdown against the Rams in Week 2. You see more and more plays, and it's the same conversation that we had with Javon Holland I think you can have with Jalen Ramsey. The difference is Javon Holland is playing high post. Jalen Ramsey's playing on the outside. So snaps, getting him closer to the box, closer to the line of scrimmage, further inside, where more volume of passes go. This is a very stylistic, different approach to defense. Then we're going to lock you up on the outside and we're going to turn it into nine on nine which is what the Dolphins were in 2020 and 2021 when they had their healthy quarters. 2022, obviously they tried to be that, but they didn't have the, the horses to run it. And what you end up with is a bend but don't break defense that doesn't score particularly well and doesn't force a lot of turnovers. Rolls and Vicks defense. That's is what we're going to close with here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. I think there's a number of ways, uh, in addition to just talking about positions on the chalkboard in which Jalen Ramsey makes a ton of sense for the Dolphins uh, and, and the pathway for the Dolphins to get the best version of Jalen Ramsey the NFL scene yet which I think is a very realistic outcome
2: if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast
0: Maybe this is the fandom in me talking, Uh, but the more I digest this system, the more I learn this system with the resources that are available, the more that I study Jalen Ramsey, the more enthusiastic I am about his role, the more enthusiastic I am that we're going to not just see a bounce back versatile player versus the player that Jalen Ramsey was last year, which was still very, 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 very good but you're going to get like a weapon X type of player here uh, in this system. One of the things that I think Jalen Ramsey can do a lot of is in Vic's defense, some of these split field coverages, you got to determine who the the late add-on defender is in your run fits. We've talked about this being a light man box. We're going to present pre-snap with two high safeties. Then you get two outside corners. So you do the math, right? What you end up with is is you have seven-man spacing to fit the run. You have six primary, and then you've got one potential quote-unquote conflict defender. I want Jalen Ramsey often to be the conflict defender, the player who's to the passing strength in the nickel, and he's going to cut routes across the middle. He's going to presumably be on the side that starts the progression. So, you know, the the quarterback's eyes are going to work through there. So they have to sort through Jalen Ramsey and zone coverage with his instincts and playing through eyes into the backfield the entire time. And then systemically, they, you have a choice to make. You can have the run fit, the bonus seventh player in the run fit come from the front side, which would be the nickel defender, or it can be the backside safety who sits on the hash away from the majority of numbers in the passing game. So say an offense comes out in a three-by-one formation offensively, Jalen Ramsey's going to be the the nickel defender to the three-man side. He can be a player who gets involved into the run fit and makes his run pass key and then flashes and reacts. The other player who can get involved in that run fit, depending on how you're going to choose to play your games up front and try to cancel gaps because you're at a numbers disadvantage against the run, would be the safety to the one receiver side. And that's probably going to be Javon Holland. Because that gives you an opportunity for him to poach and kind of come down and rob and be involved in run fits and not have to live in a world where I got to pedal every time. I can make my shuffle read and I can stay patient. I can read the route stem of number one and I'm reading through to the two in the, the, the back, and if the back's releasing into the flat, then you know you, you anticipate you're going to have an in-breaking route. You have a, a flat with a dig or a slant, and you, I can come downhill, and I can try to cut that in-breaking route simultaneously, and I know my linebacker is going to help me triangulate the backside of the read. So you're either going to have Javon Holland squatting or Jalen Ramsey to the front side, reading and adding on to your run fits. And now you have the nickel pressure situations that Jalen Ramsey showed more success with the last two seasons. And you ask, okay, let's say Xavier Howard's on the one receiver side. We're going to zone it up big time over to the three receiver side. Jalen Ramsey's over there. you got to sort through him. Cam Smith can be over there. Brandon Jones can be over there. Deshaun Elliott can be over there. Cater Koku can be over there. Have really good tackling players, but you have a numbers advantage against that pass side because you're trying to box that, the three-receiver side. So I think that, from a math perspective, is what gets me really excited about the run-fit mechanics in addition to the coverage options. Now, when you want to strap guys and play man coverage, put Jalen on whoever you want him to cover. And I think he's a better option to cover your big body tight ends. And he's probably a a better option to isolate against a single alpha than Xavier Howard. Howard can still go. I'm hopeful to see a little bit more juice now that he's had a chance to recover from the injuries that he played through last season. But when you want to strap guys, strap guys. But if you're going to work within the base mechanics of the Fangio front, which is we're going to present the same exact thing in the pre-snap every single time. And if you're just going to say, okay, I'm going to find Cinco, right? I'm going to go find Javon Hall, or I'm going to go find Jalen Ramsey. Where's he at? Well, it doesn't matter whether he's a sub-backer or a nickel or a free safety or a corner, or he's mugged up on the line of scrimmage. He can do all of it. The 2021 season is the testament. With good players around him in the system, he can do it all. So wherever he's lined up, it's not going to tell you anything. It's not going to tell you anything other than oh, he's here. He can still drop out. He can still buzz. He can still cut. He can still pressure. He can still play band. And all that versatility when you add in having competent players around him is the way you get the best version of Jalen Ramsey. I don't trust another coach to do it more than I would trust Vic Fangio to do it. So again, maybe this is my fanhood talking. But as I really digest this, this component of this Dolphins offseason, I'm buying into this vision big time. I'm excited to see what it looks like. If you're excited to see what it looks like, you might want to hit subscribe on Locked on Dolphins and follow along as we take this journey all throughout this offseason, building up to the start of the 2023 regular season. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Hit subscribe, like the video. Uh, Make sure you let me know what you want to hear us talk about next year on Locked On Dolphins. I'm Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and I am out of here. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Peace.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?